0: The following is a presentation of the Retro Network.
1: 15,
2: 64, 50, 80, 90, hi, hi. Hey you guys. a very Brady podcast and I am one of your hosts my name is Jimmy well today my name is Slater the muscle-bound hunk Any, anyways um and with me as always is the other host of the show Tech <laughs> uh, it's Tech Morris <laughs> oh Tech well, that's true. Really Tech Morris yeah yeah <laughs> and on this podcast, we celebrate classic iconic TV shows as we break them down one episode at a time. Well, we do, tech, Zach, <laughs> Mr. Morris, whatever. As you know. <laughs> yeah. We take each episode. Uh-huh. We break it down. <laughs> yeah. We give it a quick kiss right on the mouth, only to have it talk like Elvis before performing for a bunch of monkeys for $20,000 <laughs> right before visiting Grandma Flohen. All for you, the listeners. Now we don't have to do this because I just told the whole plot. <laughs> well, you go, spoiler Yeah, right. On today's episode, we look at the Brady Bunch movie, part four. If you haven't watched the movie, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might make it a hell of a lot more funny if you do. It might make it make sense. The Brady Bunch movie is available to stream on Amazon Prime. Prime. <sighs> hmm. So how's it going? <laughs> well, first of all, we can't give. It, we have to let our listeners know what the hell they're talking. What the hell you're talking about? I'm talking about about the Brady Bunch part four. No, <laughs> oh, no, let's back up. All right, so first first thing, like, let's let our listeners know what the hell's going on and what you're talking about. So, okay. <laughs> so because of HalloweenCustoms.com is you know sponsoring right. us right now. Um, yeah, that's the new sponsor that we did. Yeah, yeah. Um, And you had ordered a Halloween costume from HalloweenCostumes.com. Yeah, but that hasn't come in yet. No, no, no. It has. (laughs) You're literally sitting there. Why why is it so believable that I might just, you know, be wearing a football jersey? (laughs) And why is that so hard to believe? And also a wig. (laughs) You're as, what makes you think it's a wig maybe i dyed my hair <laughs> grew it out got a perm and <laughs> you're dressed as ac slater from saved by the bell and i happen to be carrying around a football football a football yeah, as as you're as you often do <laughs> exactly yeah preppy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right fine fine the costume i knew it i, I knew mean it. it's not a wig but it's i mean the shirt <laughs> is part of the costume um no I <laughs> and by the way i'm gonna post these pictures up <laughs> so check them out <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i didn't even tell tack that i was getting it um which wow that's two weeks in a row you didn't know something isn't it that's yeah damn. i'm a little concerned um, that you're keeping a lot of secrets from me lately yeah right um so yeah, I, I went ahead and ordered this because I wanted to, I, don't know, I just kind of want to see what it was like. And you tack, you know how I am. I, I'm not the dress up type. No, <laughs> I don't all. like costumes. I don't Jim dress up. like Jim Halpert. <laughs> yeah. And so I thought, I thought I was like, so let, let me get something that is as far removed from me as I think. Right. And so I'm looking and I'm like, Hey, I should go. I should get AC Slater because that's like, I don't, I don't like, I don't know anything about football. I don't watch football. <laughs> I'm not Latino. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's everything opposite. Huh. And so, um, so yeah, that's, that's where this costume came from. So <laughs> it gets complete with the mullet wig and, um, and I got to hand it to him for the Jersey. Cause the Jersey is like, it's a legit Jersey. You yeah. know, it's got like the little, the little breathable hole things in it. I'm mm-hmm. holding it up like so you guys can see it. Um, but like the, the Bayside tiger patch on it is an actual patch.
0: Yeah. You know, that kind of thing.
2: And it's got his numbers on the sleeves and across the back of it, you can't see it. Well, none of you can see it, but tech, you can't see it. Um, <clears throat> it says Slater across the back, like at the top of it. So, Are you yeah. wearing uh, pleated jeans with it too? <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't wear pants when we are were- Oh, okay. You, you can't see down that far. <laughs> no, no. I'm. <laughs> that's, I guess I should, shouldn't I? Wear pleated jeans <laughs> and then tight roll the bottoms and then wear like boat shoes without, you know, socks. Yeah. <laughs> you just described how I dressed in like ninth grade (laughs) no well everything would have been the same except for a shirt that says half a nice day (laughs) or skate for world peace yeah that's right yeah yeah Yeah, it's true Mm. so yeah yeah I thought I would I would go get wacky today yeah well uh, way to go to halloweencostumes.com that does look like a legit like jersey oh no it's it's 100% legit jersey yeah yeah that's cool yeah it's pretty neat. I'll probably in a weird sort of way I I, I could see myself wearing this like regularly. And just, I know it sounds like we're just like ass kissing because they're one of our sponsors, <laughs> but that's not the case. Like I I could see myself actually wearing this. It's it's kind of, you know. Yeah. Just be and just out of irony because I don't watch football. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I would I would probably wear it around like Super Bowl time so people are like, "Is that from State by the Bell because it says Bayside across the front and it's got the tiger and it's Slater on the back?" So well, there's um, a uh, Bayside High School around you, isn't there? Oh my God! There is. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that. I don't think they're the tigers though, and I know this ain't their colors either. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well, good. Well, other yeah, than that, I'm pretty happy with it. I like it. I like it a lot. And it wasn't that expensive. It was like forty bucks. Hmm. So that's cool. Well, other than that, hmm. how was your week? Pretty good. Everybody will be happy to know. Okay, I, I'm going to give everybody a second to sit down. <laughs> okay i'm assuming you're sitting most of you're sitting anyways because you're either at work or driving to work but you yep. know the guitar yeah that i've been waiting on since may yeah is hanging on the wall beside me actually it's behind you that's what i said you said beside you oh did i oh i meant to say behind me um story time so <laughs> um so the guitar came in and I was at work and I saw it on the camera. And so I told my wife, I said, Oh my God, Hey mommy, my guitar's outside. So she brings it in and the box is damaged. And so I looked through the camera and the delivery guy held it at waist high and literally dropped it onto the ground. (laughs) And there was another package on top of it that he dropped on top of it too. I'm just like, Oh But luckily, the website that we ordered through, which is not a sponsor, uh, Toman, they double box their guitars. So there's like a wedge-shaped box that a guitar, if you've ever bought a guitar online, there's like a wedge-shaped box that they come in. Well, they put it in a second box on top of that to make sure that, you know, nothing gets damaged. So I had my daughter and my wife open it and the inside box wasn't damaged. It wasn't touched. And then they opened up the guitar and unwrapped it and it was pristine. So when I got home, I I plugged it in and tested it and everything works great. It's awesome, awesome. So, who is the uh, carrier service? Do you want to say UPS? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's not good. Um, so just to so the listeners understand, like you were not waiting for Toman to send this to you since May. No, 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 yeah. Um, well, plus to, uh, plus to back up a second, the only reason I feel comfortable saying who the carrier is. Is because if you if you live in the United States and you order from Tolman, you don't have a choice. That's that's who you're going to get. Like they don't use anybody else. So mm-hmm. and it has to do with customs and all that kind of stuff. Um, no, originally I'd order from another website, which I won't mention. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we had some issues, um, and ended up not getting the guitar. We ended up getting a refund, and um, and that's when we decided to go through Tolman, and it was probably a better choice. So. And you're 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 responsible for for making me change my mind and go with this one. So oh me, I do appreciate. It. No, you were for real. Yeah, no, oh. yeah. Okay, cool. You don't remember? You don't remember? <laughs> I was like? You were like, no, no, get like get what you want. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. whole conversation. So yeah, that's yeah. yeah. So I do appreciate. It. I love this thing. Love it. <sighs> well, good, good, good. The only guitar I might like better is my SG because that's it's my SG. You know what I mean? I've had it for 25 years. It's my yep. SG. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Well, good. Yeah. So, how was your week? Preppy. (laughs) Oh, man. So, last Friday night, actually, we recorded last Saturday night, I think. That's correct. I don't know. Anyway, last week. It it was that night, yeah. The night we were recording. No, no, no. It was when we recorded the promo. uh, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, we were recording a promo or something Saturday night, and... And in the middle of it I hear a car alarm going off and I'm like, what the hell? Well you heard a car alarm. We yeah, didn't know who I heard was. a car alarm going off and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, and I was like, sounds really close. I'm like, I'm concerned if it's my car or not. Right. So I get a jump off here and I'm like, let me go check. And so I go look and um Car alarm goes off before I get to the door. And so I still wasn't 100% sure if it was my car or not. But I opened my door, Mm -hmm. didn't see anybody around, didn't see anything going on. So I was like, whatever. So the door locked it whenever it came back in. We finished recording our thing. The next day, I was taking the trash out and I went around to my driver's side of the car for some reason. I forget. I think I just wanted to check and make sure, you know, my car was okay. Because of the alarm going off? Yeah, because of the before. And uh, as I walk around, the driver's side back window was busted out. Somebody decided to throw a brick through my window and into my car. I was like, what the hell? And I was like, this is great. First, I have a tree come through my house. Now we got a brick come through my car. I'm like, Illinois is, like, trying to get rid of me. Like, I'm about yeah, done with right. Illinois, and I'm about ready to just. Last weekend, I was so angry and just, like, mm-hmm. I'm ready to just pack up my shit and just move back to Florida. Like, I'm done. Yeah, they're not, like, they're not making you feel very welcome. No. And um, no. and so I didn't touch anything. But I'm looking in the windows. It didn't look like anything was taken. Um, Not that there was really much in there to take. Um, right. The most valuable thing in there besides the car itself was maybe a car charger, but it was still sitting there. Um, and uh, so I had to call the police, do a police report. It was kind of crap. And I wasn't, ex- I'm not expecting him like, you know, you find out who did this. And, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't expecting, I even told the cop, that I'm like, look, I'm not expecting you to find out who did this. It's not a big deal. Did you take prints? Hello? <laughs> of the brick? Is your running fingerprints all database? over it? asshole? <laughs> <laughs> through the database, <laughs> did you? <laughs> do you need photos for me to look at? You know, come on. What are you doing? Do you have a lineup? and you come down to the station and look at a lineup? Did you give him the audio that we recorded that night? <laughs> <laughs> you can plainly hear my alarm, police officer. <laughs> yeah. <that> so, <laughs> so I told him I wasn't expecting it, but he did do some police work. He did go around <clears> and look for cameras and knocked on the neighbors' doors, talked to them, and stuff. So that's cool. I mean, he did you put in some effort? Um right. So shout out to the Jacksonville city police department. So, um, <clears throat> but um I mostly just did it for a police report and that's really about it. Um, yeah. That sucks. But for, unfortunately I have a deductible on in my insurance. Therefore it doesn't cover it. So I got to pay for it out of pocket. But Jimmy, right. you came up with a great idea, you know, cause mm-hmm. I, I looked up like some quotes and it was like $360 <clears throat> to fit. That. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I I can't afford that right now. And then Jimmy, you were like, well, hey, and you did, actually did some research, found like the right, the correct window and like, like hey, I found this window, at 98 bucks through Amazon. You know, you can just do it yourself. And here's a video mm-hmm. that shows you exactly how to do it. And the way I look at it is $360 for them to do it. You can do it. You can screw it up twice and have <laughs> to redo it a third time and still save $60. <laughs> That's true so it made sense and I watched the video and it doesn't look very hard at all You need like a screwdriver and that's it you know Yeah. and so I was like yeah I can do this so Mm -hmm. so I got the glass on order and I got plastic in the window now or in the hole where the window is I think it's not winter time that would suck man having to drive in the winter time yeah with snow in (laughs) it but uh yeah so I mean I still kind of concerned about it because now somebody just has to rip the plastic off. they want to get in my car but even if they try to open the door, the alarm will still go off. But. Yeah. Which is what I'm worried about, and it's my anxiety talking. I'm worried that as soon as you put the new glass in, somebody's going to come along and do it again. <laughs> just to Just to be a dick. dick. <laughs> yeah. be so uh. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question that I just thought of. Well, um, do you think there's a possibility that it could be your swimming rival from high school? Case. <laughs> Stop. No, so so the, the cop and me both agree that it's probably just a random act of whatever, of vandalism, just from like local kids, kids in the neighborhood or mm-hmm. something. So I still think you should get a camera and have it trained on your car. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was my week. And just, I don't know. I, I even took Monday off from work because I was just like, I need a mental health day. I'm just tired <laughs> of this yeah. shit. Yeah, I get it. <clears throat> I get it. Yeah. All right, so I guess on that note, yeah. now that I, you know, we started off you know, way up here with me, you know, <laughs> being a football player for the day and, you know, talking about getting a new guitar and then, you know, you drop that shit down, talking about your car <laughs> getting broken into. But that's okay. So, um... <laughs> sorry. Nah, that's all right. So uh, I guess we'll go ahead and take our first break, and when we get back, we will, um... Um, crash into this? No, smash into this. There you no. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll we'll throw uh, something to a goal about this. I don't know. I don't know sports. It's so yeah. yeah. All right. So we'll be back. So then the elephant said, No, thank you. I have a trunk. (laughs) Jimmy. You're not even paying attention to me. Sorry, sorry. I was distracted. (laughs) Oh, on your phone again. What guitar this time? No, it's actually not a guitar this time. Costumes. Okay, and let me explain. Because we're part of the Retro Network, and we're, you know, retro ourselves, my kids want to join in the fun. Oh, they want to do a podcast. That's cool. No, no. Costume. Oh, they want to dress up like a podcaster. Nito. No, no, no. As, as a classic TV or movie character. You know, for Halloween. But, I mean, where am I going to find those kind of costumes for little kids? Have you tried HalloweenCostumes.com? Well, I mean, I have a six-year-old. So, I mean, I'm sure I could find some adult retro costumes there that might fit my two older kids. But, I mean, come on. What about my six-year-old? Oh, my mistake. In that case, I think you should try... HalloweenCostumes.com Oh, I got you. I remember them from last year, and they have some great costumes from all the popular franchises, but, I mean, what I'm looking for is a little different. Oh, see, you didn't say that the first time. Yeah, I'm sorry. But I do have a great idea. What's that? How about (laughs) HalloweenCostumes.com Right. (laughs) Okay, well, at least let me look okay you're right they definitely have some great costumes of course they do super mario brothers zelda barbie and aren't you and your kids into horror movies yeah Ooh, oh they have freddy krueger and jason and chucky man i gotta get some for myself too transformers spider-man teenage mutant ninja turtles oh wait wait is that a sexy little mermaid costume? Ooh la la. I mean, these are nice though, these are great, but but I mean, again, my kids wanted classic TV or movie. I mean, I guess I could go to the thrift store and get an old suit or something. Jimmy, you shut your mouth and look what I found. Wait, hold on a second. Is that is that the tuxedos from Dumb and Dumber? Yep. And Marty McFly <gasps> and Ferris Bueller. Yep, and Oompa Loompas and Danny Zuko from Greece <laughs> But, you know, like like the nerdy Danny, like at the end where he's wearing like the Letterman sweater <laughs> uh, the, uh, For track or something? Yeah, but wait, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Right there uh, Right there, uh, next to uh, Cher from Clueless Oh, there she is <laughs> hey, look, Ron Burgundy And Inspector Gadget Oh, wait a minute these are all kids' costumes? And adults. That way you can join in on the fun too. <sighs> Man, I am so glad I looked here. You're welcome. So which one are you gonna get? I picture myself an A.C. Slater from Saved by the Bell. You know, I just think, you know, physically, you know, I just you know, kinda look like him. Spittin' image. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, do you think they... uh Speaking of which, do you think they have any swimmer costumes by chance? Wow. Really? Really? tight! And in our promo for HalloweenCostumes.com. <laughs> so for your Halloween costume needs, go check out HalloweenCostumes.com. Click on the link in the show notes for 15% off your order now. We are back. Oh, doggy. So I had to go in and say something to mama. That's that's what I call my wife. Like that's all for the day. That's what I'm calling her. So So you're preppy and she's mama. Uh Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get into this. Some facts about the episode. Does your wife like look at you and is like... uh... You gonna wear that tonight? Yeah. <laughs> when you come to bed, uh you put that on. And every once in a while I bust out with ballet. Surprisingly good out of nowhere. Just yeah. And then maybe I'll play the drums on Kids Incorporated or something. That's what so. you should do. You should wear like, like the black like Leotard like leggings or whatever. I <laughs> no, mean, but I gotta guys. I gotta have a Velcro um like change the clothes over top of it so I can rip it off really quick. And then, <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Sorry. Right, continue. All right. all right. So we have the Brady Bunch movie part four. Ah. Yeah. So let's get into this. Some facts about the episode. It was filmed in 1995. It was written by Sherwood shorts. Loris. Rick cop, Bonnie Turner and Terry Turner. Hey, I wonder if they're brother and sister. <laughs> it's directed by Betty Thomas. Huh. According to IMDb, scenes featuring Mike Lukenland as cop number three, Susan Olsen as a reporter for The Daily Tattler, hmm. and Maureen McCormick as the Lemonade Lady were filmed, but cut out for time. That's that makes no sense. That's so stupid. Like Mm-mm. if you're going to put I mean, they're there as a cameo for this movie. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. And B Davis appears as a truck driver named Schultze. Chelsey was the name of the characters sh- that she played on the old Bob Cummings show in 1955. Mm-hmm. Episode titled Love That Bob. Mm-hmm. That's I I wonder how long it took him to come up with that name. <laughs> This is also Ann B. Davis's final film. So, Ann B. Davis, Ann B. not filming anymore. Sorry. Um, Well, hold on. I'm still not over this whole cutting out these cameos. So, instead of putting in one of those cameos, they decided to show a U-Haul truck pulling into the driveway. Exactly. Because that was more important. Yep, 100%. (laughs) Or that that really stupid shtick. You know, with Michael McKeon getting and then, shocked and flying against the wall with his hair all spiking. Yeah. I <laughs> what do you think the audience would have liked to see? Maureen McCormick and Mike Lukanland and uh, the girl who played Cindy, Susan Olsen or Michael McKeon being thrown against the wall? Come on. Like, you can watch Looney Tunes and see that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's kind of dumb. Anyway, sorry. <clears throat> When Flohen appears next to Shelley Long at the end, she is holding a bottle of Wesson oil. <laughs> in the 1990s, she made a series of TV commercials for Wesson. Hmm. Do you know what else happened in the, in the ending? Did you really pay attention to it or no? In the final scene, or are you talking about during the no, credits? No, the the credits yeah yeah i watched some stuff yeah did you did you see what happens with the wesson oil um i i I did see but i don't remember what it was (laughs) she she gives it to carol yeah and like winks at her and she's just like "Ooh!" and then she drops down out of out of scene and then she she pops up next to mike yeah and then hands him the wesson oil and opens it and she's just like, huh, huh. and he's just like, huh, huh. and then you see the Wesson oil drop out of view and Carol starts going like, oh, like that. And then they drop out of, <laughs> out of, screen. Yeah. and the whole time Flohend's yeah. looking down and I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> and like Maureen is, pops up next to, to our Noreen pops up next to, to Marsha and yeah, like yeah. puts her arm around her. It was just, I don't know. she was yeah, just, even I, was like, I love you. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. All right. Moving on. Now, with this movie, Flohen has played Carol Brady, as well as Carol Brady's grandmother, and now Carol's mother. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, the trifecta. Yeah. Roseanne Barr was originally supposed to appear as one of the Brady's neighbors, but turned down the cameo role. Hmm. That would have been interesting. Darn. (laughs) Because the world needs more Roseanne Barr. Anyways, in the backstage scene before the Brady's perform, Peter kisses Holly and then states, I think you're Ginger and Marianne combined. This is yet another reference to Gilligan's Island from Peter. hmm. 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 That's interesting. Peter sure loves his little buddy. He does. Prior to auditioning for the movie in 1992, Christine Taylor played Marsha Brady in a stage version of the Brady's called... The Real Life Brady Bunch at Westwood Playhouse. Hmm. I wonder if that's the one uh, that our homegirl, uh, Hope Juber, wrote. Oh, no. She wrote uh, Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. And finally, the director, Betty Thomas, starred alongside Shelley Long in the 1989 movie Troop Beverly Hills, which also starred... Tori Spelling? Mm-hmm. I like that movie. I thought it was pretty good. I've never seen it. What? Oh my god! I've never seen it. What? I've never (laughs) seen it. It's pretty funny. I like it. (laughs) That's cool. So you want to tell us where we left off? Sure, if you like. Because it's green. I thought that it's always green. Okay. When we last left off, Mike had sold one of his designs to Mister Watanabe for Flex Factory. Jimmy, that was your nickname in high school? Hell yeah. It's my nickname today. <laughs> Only Larry Dittmeyer lied to the client and told him that Mike had pending charges for negligence and his last design collapsed. That was an old folks home on mm. Christmas Day mm. with visiting grandchildren mm. and puppies. Mm. Yeah. So Mike has now accepted fate and are getting ready to move while their house will be auctioned tomorrow at two o'clock. Mm. Meanwhile, Marcia comes up with a great idea that the kids should enter into the Search for the Stars contest, where mm. first prize is exactly twenty thousand dollars. Damn! Only that's Jan, a lot. yeah, only Jan. For some reason, I don't know why, thinks it's her idea and has now run away from home. That's a, that's so her, man. Why is she so arrogant? I don't know. The Bradys, Alice, and Sam have now all gone out to try and find her. Oh, okay. So in that case, for the final time this season, are you ready to fade in? No. No. Okay. 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 Oh, okay. In that case, we fade in. Mm. Scene one. On a random street in LA, we see Jan walking down the street wearing her Afro wig and carrying her suitcase. One lady asks, what happened? Did an animal die on your head? Hmm. When Jan nervously shakes her head no, the lady comes up with, hey, lose the hat. You'll be okay. Jan nervously keeps walking as a guy walks by checking her out. Yeah. <laughs> she stands on the side of the road and sticks her thumb out. Soon, a semi truck begins to pull over and slow down. Jan nervously gets in. Hmm. I like how you said uh, a lady. Come on. That was a hooker. I know that's a hooker. Because my note, if you look down, my note says, you know, it's really dangerous for so many girls to be just walking around at night, especially dressed like that. They're going to catch a cold tech. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a sex worker that was insensitive of me to call her a hooker. Well, look at you just assuming, Mr. What do they call it? <laughs> where, where a cop like walks up to a car and, and determine no, profiling. Profile, yeah, Mr. Profiler. Well, oh, a woman can walk at nighttime without being a hooker. <laughs> a woman of the night, if you will. <laughs> a scene too. Oh, yeah. A minute later, we see the station wagon drive by and hear Mike saying, keep your eyes peeled, everybody. Carol then pulls out a CB radio from somewhere and says, breaker 19, this is Christmas Carol. <laughs> Mike just rolls his eyes and says, honey, no one's answered us in years. Carol, looking hopeful, says, Oh, Mike, I have to try. Mike agrees and nods as Carol tries again. Breaker 1-9, do you read me? Anyone out there? We then see the truck that Jan is in, and the driver looks familiar. Hmm. Hey, wait a minute. Could it be? Could it and be? <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> it's Alice herself with Jan in the passenger seat. We hear Carol saying, I need a twenty on a little girl, blonde blue eyes, answers to the name of Jan. Tell her mother hen and father goose love her very much. Come in if you're over there. Over. I think it's weird that she's willing to take twenty bucks for a daughter. What? Oh, yeah, she says I 20. need a twenty. <laughs> like, like, damn, you're trying to sell your child. <laughs> um why is why is this truck driver just driving around LA neighborhoods? Like why what well, I mean, I don't, that's not really a neighborhood. I mean, that, that's not. But in the shot, the establishing shot right before they show that it's Alice in the truck. Yeah. Like they're in they're in a neighborhood like they're just in a straight up neighborhood. So why is there a semi truck randomly driving around a neighborhood at like 10 o'clock at night? Uh, late delivery I don't know. to a house at 10 o'clock at night. A house. <laughs> I don't, they were like where the hookers were. That was like out in front no. of businesses. Oh. No, I'm talking about the next scene after that. Oh, I don't know. They show the truck cresting a hill, but it's in a neighborhood. Oh, gotcha. I don't know. It's kind of dumb. Anyways, scene three. Back in the big rig, (laughs) Mm -hmm. large Marge. um, Mm -hmm. Sorry. I mean, Alice looks at Jan then says, huh? Sounds like some family misses somebody they love very much. (laughs) I don't (laughs) know. Jan quickly says, I don't have a family. Oh, shit. As Alice continues to drive her semi truck randomly around fucking neighborhoods. She says, Oh, no family. You know, sometimes I'm driving the graveyard shift in the middle of the nowhere. And I can't help thinking what it might've been like if I had taken a different road, married young, had a family, three boys, three girls. Oh, then a little voice says, are you kidding? They probably just treat you like a maid. (laughs) Oh, She, nice. she then picks up a cup and asks, you want some of this? <laughs> no, she didn't say it like that at all. She's, she says, you want some of this, Jan? Jan politely says, no, thanks. She then nervously asks, you have a little voice too? Alice says, me? <laughs> no, you think I'm fucking crazy or something?
1: No, she say something.
2: <laughs> Alice says, oh, honey, when you're on the road as long as I am, you got to talk to somebody. It's a trick I learned growing up. It's tough being a middle child. Jan, finally feeling like somebody may understand, asks, you're a middle child? So am I. Alice says, then you know what it feels like to not be special. Hmm. (laughs) She looks at him like, you especially know what it feels like to not be special. (laughs) But Jan's inner voice is all like, what does she mean? I'm not special. And Jan's other inner voice is all like, hey, she's just trying to help. Alice continues on saying, my family's not much, no kids, though we do have a lot of livestock. We cut back to Jan, whose inner voice, now sounding like a demon, is saying, Jan,
0: oh, Jan, don't listen to her.
2: (laughs) We then cut back to Alice, who says, in this day and age. But once again, Jan's inner voice is all like, who is that? Then the demon voice is all like, it's
0: me, the new Jan Brady.
2: Let's (laughs) knock over 7-Eleven. But Jan's new inner voice busts out with, Stop! You're scaring me! Along with the other inner voice, it's all like, Me too! Finally, Mm. Jan, who can't take it anymore, shouts, Me too! (laughs) Alice is left with the the fuck look on her face (laughs) as there's an awkward silence. They probably just treat me like a maid. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not part of the family at all. I probably have to wear, like, like in uniform every day or something. I don't know. They would have made her, maybe made call them Mr. and Mrs. or folks. <laughs> um, I think I think Alice should have dropped the F-bomb. That would have been funny. <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny. But, yeah. But she's Ambie Davis, not Ambie Cussin. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? Sorry, dumb joke. <laughs> 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 so stupid. Scene four. Back at the Brady residence, the front door opens and we see Jan running into the house with a big smile on her face, calling, Mom? Dad? She then runs in the living room to the stairs, knocking boxes over the princess. Hi, <laughs> I'm back. Marcia, Cindy? Are you up there? Greg? Peter? Bobby? Alice? Sam? Finally, the smile fades from her face. As she stands there, alone, home alone. <laughs> mm, it's true. I mean, that's it's <laughs> Buzz. Anybody like <laughs> that's it's the yeah. same, you know. Yeah. I love how her big wig keeps knocking boxes over. I <laughs> 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 was, and I like how she takes off just throws it on the floor. So. <clears throat> Scene five, back in the Brady station wagon, we hear a CB come to life. We hear Alice saying Christmas Carol, this is Schultzy. Come back to me. Carol juggles around the CB, finally grabbing it and saying, Schultz, this is Christmas Carol. Alice smiles and says, I got a twenty for that little or on that little girl. Blue eyes, blonde hair, <laughs> answers to the name of Jan. Everyone in the car begins to cheer. Alice says, I just dropped her off at forty two twenty two Clinton Way. She seems so proud saying that. You know, so <laughs> yeah. Carol gets back on the radio saying, thank you, Schultzy. Thank you. And God bless over Alice smiles and says, that's a big 10 4 actually. She's like, that's a big 10 4 <laughs> she then hangs up her CB and toots her horn and then goes, excuse me. Mm <laughs> hmm it's nice to see Ann B. Davis it is isn't it <laughs> so uh-huh. <they're> Ann B. Cussing <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <Ow>. myself <I'm sorry. laughs> <laughs> um, they should have made her say some for some reason like Mr. and Mrs. Brady or folks or you know what I mean like yeah would, folks would have been nice like no problem yeah. folks you know yeah exactly yeah, yeah or like cool. when Carol first reaches out to her She's like, this is Christmas, Carol. Hey, folks. Like, I don't know, just something how she used to say it. But yeah. Um, They didn't take any of our ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, Scene six. For some reason, suddenly it's daytime when the family (laughs) comes home yelling, Jan, are you here? Jan, who's laying on the floor asleep, wakes up saying, (laughs) Mom, Dad? Because she's confused somehow. (laughs) Carol is the first one in, running saying, Oh, honey. And soon the entire gang is there to greet Jan. Carol then asks, What on earth made you run away? Jan says, I thought no one wanted me here anymore. Everyone just stares in silence saying, Uh-huh. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> She's like, I thought nobody wanted me. They're like, Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay. Oh, All right. <laughs> Well, yeah. She so continues <laughs> saying, but when I was out in the real world, I rea- real world, I realized that I wanted to be here. She then looks at her siblings and says, you're all a part of me and I'm a part of you. Except you, Marsha, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome. <laughs> no. And there's no escaping that, but it makes me feel really special. Hmm. Mike smiles, (laughs) I love this part, Mike smiles (laughs) and says, I couldn't have put it better myself, Jan, but I'll try anyway. (laughs) (laughs) See, I've always believed that it doesn't matter where your home is because home is where your heart is. And we may lose this house, but we'll always have our family because we're Brady's and this family is our home. Mm. Carol, feeling inspired, goes to add something, but Mike continues. <laughs> That's why we'll always have our home as long as we have our family. Even if we lose our house, we're still Brady's. It's true. Because we have our home and our family. <laughs> but our heart is the Brady's. Exactly. And and our heart is our home. That's right. Or and the home Brady's. Is where the heart is. And our heart's <laughs> on our rib cage. So really Your house is like, like where your chest is. In fact, let me show you here on uh, Marsha. (laughs) Carol hesitates to make sure Mike is finished before saying your father's right. (laughs) Soon all the kids take the hint and say, yeah, absolutely. Dad. Sure. Marsha speaks up and says, maybe we can still save the house. How about Jan's idea of the search for the stars contest? Carol, looking like she's about to vomit, asks, Jan's idea? (laughs) Marcia smiles and says, yes, it was Jan's. And it's a really great plan. Carol says, what's search for the stars? (laughs) Some shit she made up again? Jan says, it's a contest for the best musical group, and there's a first prize of $20,000. And seeing one of Greg's songs, we're sure to win. Greg, looking disappointed, says, well, then you're going to have to sing without me. Mm. Everyone looks at Greg in disbelief. Greg, getting serious, says, I thought I could change my name and my personality and become some big flashy... <sighs> Become some big, flashy swimmer calling myself the Speed (laughs) Torpedo. And I was right. Man, I was fast. Really? Your middle name's Greg? Really? (laughs) But Greg actually says, I thought I can change my name, my personality, and become some big, fancy rock star. Hmm. But I was just kidding myself. Nobody liked my act, right? Everyone just looks around at each. other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I just don't have what it takes. Greg then turns around and takes a few steps away and says, "Let's face it, Johnny Bravo is nothing but Johnny Rotten." Hmm. hmm. How how far did they look? Where they didn't get home till like daytime. how far did they think this child got on foot (laughs) that's true well I don't we don't know what time it was really well it was night time it was dark out yeah but that could have been 8.30 or it could have been 5 in the morning I don't know I guess yeah Um, why does she have curlers in her hair (laughs) she was curling up the little (laughs) front things (laughs) my mom used to wear those but isn't your hair supposed to be wet when you put them in I don't know (laughs) <laughs> I have no idea. um but yeah that shot of greg sitting there where he's like i suck blah 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 um like he's sitting right in front of like you haul U haul boxes That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow product placement <laughs> <Jesus>. yeah <laughs> um you know this is going to be an like an odd one like a little bit out of left field but okay he, he kind of reminds me of prince eric from little mermaid not that, weird? <laughs> that, that is weird? That is weird. Yeah. I know it's obscure, <laughs> but yeah. I don't remember the search for the stars plan being Jan's idea. That just makes no sense to me. Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure Marcia came up with it during the slumber party in the living room. Yeah. So I'm yeah. confused there, but. I mean, it's definitely a good idea. I mean, come on, Jan. Really? (laughs) (laughs) When Greg says uh, Johnny Bravo is nothing but Johnny Rotten, I was really expecting the real Johnny Rotten to come out and start (laughs) destroying the house all pissed off in the reference or something. (laughs) 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 Scene, some all. Mike speaks up and says, you're right, son. Johnny Bravo doesn't have what it takes. Oh, shit. Come on, gang, let's get to work.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, Mike says, Greg, <laughs> you stay <used to> here. <laughs> Pack up the rest of the shit. <laughs> now Mike says, <laughs> but Greg Brady does. He has us and this family can accomplish anything. Mm. Alone, we can only move buckets. But if we work together, we can drain rivers. Mm. Carol adds some wisdom saying your father's right. <laughs> <laughs> the eight of us separate are just eight and eight is enough. <laughs> no, <it's just> eight. <laughs> well, with Alice, it's nine, but nine Mike interrupts saying, well, "Yeah, well, you know, technically Carol adds with Sam 10, <laughs> but 10 separate, just 10 together. We're a bunch. <laughs> All the kids smile and agree. And in unison say, The Brady Bunch. And then they look at the camera. Uh No, no. Mike says, what do you say, Greg? Cindy adds, please. Greg stands with confidence and says, well, what are we waiting for? Mike says, bitch, you. (laughs) Look at you with your emo self sitting there pouting because your shitty ass attitude and guitar can play your ass out of him. sorry all right <laughs> greg greg <laughs> no but what did mike really say mike didn't say anything okay. <clears throat> greg says grab some costumes we got to make that contest everyone begins to run and unpack things but before they ran and unpacked they went to their computers and went to halloweencostumes.com that's true that's true yeah <laughs> And they're like, oh, look at the Slater one. Only cool guys order Slater costumes. <laughs> and then they said the thing. They said the, yeah. Um, yeah, that scene was really corny. <laughs> that was pretty bad. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they put that in and they took out, you know, Marine, all the, the cameras. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> That's what we got instead. <laughs> scene eight. Back at Westdale High, we see none other than the Partridge family bus drive by. <laughs> mm. But when it goes by, we see the search for the star sign on the school. We mm. then cut to inside the school and see Eric Shipmeyer's <laughs> band oh, playing in the contest. We also see Holly Bebop and her bad self off stage. Mm-hmm. Backstage, we see the Brady kids standing backstage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was one too many back pages. Peter is pacing and saying, I'm so nervous. Why am I so nervous? But Marsha puts a stop to that shit quick, saying... Stop it. You're making me nervous. As Eric spits onto the stage, he spits. Mm-hmm. Uh, the MC walks on of stage and says, all right, let's hear it for phlegm. <laughs> the audience goes apeshit. As the Brady's prepare to go on stage, Peter spots Holly on the other side of the stage. Eric comes off stage. <laughs> a lot of still- stages. Sorry. <laughs> they went through a lot of stages. So. Yeah. <laughs> Eric comes off stage. Holly says, you sounded hot on stage. Eric says, off stage. <laughs> no. Eric's like, it's just the stage. <laughs> Eric, who wonders if Holly is completely brain dead, asks, would he be completely brain dead? <laughs> Leon missed an entire riff. Didn't you hear it? Holly, who liked it, says, I liked it. <laughs> but he's looking at Holly, thinking she's a loser, and says, you're such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> so Peter, stupid. who's watching from the other side of the stage, takes a deep breath and sighs, knowing what he's got to do. Oh damn, his band kind of sucks. I, I kind of see where they lost. Um, I got a feeling an MC is like some kind of cameo, like he's somebody, but <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't look it up, but I, I. got a feeling he's like an MTV VJ or something. Like he just presents himself like like he's a cameo, but I don't know who he is. Yeah. That's Eric Nice. <laughs> huh? Eric, who's Eric Neese? Eric Neese. He started on The Real World on MTV. Oh, okay. And that's where he started on that show. And then MTV did pick him up and started putting him, like, hosting certain things here and there. You know, like, he had his own show on MTV. I think it was called The Grind. Like, oh, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> MTV, the Grind. You know, welcome back to The Grind. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And he just popped oh. up a lot like in the nineties and stuff everywhere. He mm-hmm. was kinda of like the nineties version of like uh what's that uh, Ryan Seacrest? Or oh yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> so is he still a somebody or is he just I don't, know. I don't think so. I haven't seen him He's like a, a mall thing. security officer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like during the Eric's band's performance, like he wasn't even trying to act like he was playing. He was just like gripping the the neck just <laughs> literally just holding on to the neck and he's like acting like he's playing. I don't know. I didn't know you could play guitar by just holding on to it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Eric's attitude towards Holly after the performance ran, reminds me of like when she was, like when he was like a dick and she was like, yeah, you sounded mm-hmm. great. And then he's all like, right. what are you fucking dead? Like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. So this reminds me of like when I was in a band um, and we play shows and like we'd have a certain member of the band that would Hear like our little mistakes here and there, mostly like from the drummer or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he would literally like look back at him and like give him like and like scream at him like for messing up that part, you know, or whatever. And like it got to the point where like after the show, like our drummer was like crying, literally crying. Well, damn, because he would make him feel like shit. And then Mm -hmm. I'd have to tell the other person, like, look, dude, like you, you can't point out the mistakes we make on stage. First of all, most people in the audience didn't even notice. And they're not going to notice little things like that. Yeah. yeah. But, but they noticed stage, because he pointed it out. Yeah. Cause <laughs> he pointed it out or he'll turn around and like yell at this the drummer and then come back. I remember one show we were doing and it was a little mistake and the person like stops the song and says, well, there goes the show and like made a huge deal about the mistake that was made. And we're like, wow. Dude, what are you doing? Like, he like, never made mistakes, <laughs> right? Hmm. I don't know. It just uh, that kind of reminded me of it, and it was just like, dude. Like most people don't notice that kind of shit. Like your average like person, the audience isn't going to notice it and just says, eh, "Sounds great, sounds good," right, and right. that's it. They're not paying attention that closely like a musician would and does. Right. I, I was always told from a musician standpoint. I was always told, like doing theater and stuff, if you make a mistake, do it twice. So like if you're playing piano, for instance, and you play the wrong chord, play it twice, like play it a second time on purpose, because Mm -hmm. then it tricks the audience into thinking that that's supposed to be there (laughs) because it's (laughs) deliberate. So, Uh, yeah. Yeah. Scene nine. Peter walks up and stands beside Holly, who's looking frustrated and says, hey, Eric, I'm sick and tired of seeing you treat Holly that way. Mm. In fact, I'm sick and tired of you all together. Oh, shit. Everyone in the audience says, I'm sick and tired of you. (laughs) (laughs) Holly looks at Peter and smiles. Peter continues. You're nothing but a big bully. Eric just looks at Peter and laughs, finally saying, you dog meat, Brady. Oh, shit. Peter, who's channeling his knight, his Christopher Knight in (laughs) shining armor, pipes up his crackly little voice and says do it and die eric somebody says he was do it and die. <laughs> eric marches over to peter ready to i don't know make out or whatever but instead steps on a mic stand and hits himself right in the peter <laughs> eric whimpers and dies apparently <laughs> holly and peter just laugh <laughs> just then jan pops her head from around the corner and says hurry peter we're on But before he can go, Holly stops him. Mm. She puts her hands on his shoulder and says, thanks, Peter. I think you're really neat. (laughs) Oh. She then leans in and gives him a big neato kiss on his two neato lips. (laughs) Peter confused pauses and, with a deep voice and strangely a Southern accent says, (laughs) well, thank you, Holly. I think you're Ginger and Marianne combined. (laughs) (laughs) He's a really bad at the end, but he should have. (laughs) Marsha pops in from around the corner and says, Come on, Peter, that's us. Peter nods and says, See ya. Holly answers with a good luck. We hear Eric still on the floor whimpering. (laughs) I don't like this character arc for Peter. Like, I'm... So, Eric is about to like kick his ass or whatever. And then he's like, You can't do that. Oh, you're a bully. And I'm going to stand <laughs> up to you. But he was saved by a mic stand. Like, he didn't actually stand up to Eric himself. Like, he stood right. his ground. But if that mic stand hadn't been there, like, Peter would have taken a punch to the face <laughs> maybe been knocked out. That's true. And the bullying would just continue, like, the and next day have, or whatever. They would have lost their house. Yeah. And then they would have mm-hmm. to perform without Peter and, uh, oh, Peter was the star of the show. I think you are correct. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. First off, Eric wrapped his cable wrong. So, as an audio oh. engineer, you should have known that. You should have spotted that before. You I did About the under over wrap. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but he did it around <laughs> his arm, kind of like uh, I do with my extension cord in the ground under the elbow. Yeah, yeah. that's not good. Um, yeah, you wouldn't get knocked out from a hit to the nuts. Like that's not a thing especially <laughs> seeing that the guitar stand or mic stand or whatever it is, the leg bent as he stepped on it because it's a foldable stand. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't even get the full impact. So really it just meets Eric's a wuss. I don't know how he ever expects to really get a piercing because he's probably going to cry and pass out because <laughs> he fell on the floor and got knocked out by a foldable mic stand. Yeah. Scene 10. Hmm. It's now time for the Brady Kids' rendition of Keep On Dancing. Hell yeah. As they perform, the blonde from the dance sees Noreen sitting by herself. She makes her way to the aisle and sits next to her. Aww. Noreen looks over at her and they both smile. Oh, you know what that means. That means if there were dinosaurs. No, I'm sorry. I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Peter steps forward with his new Elvis-style voice and sings a groovy solo, complete with a groovy dance. Heck yeah. Holly watches from backstage and giggles at her neato new boyfriend. Aww. Mike and Carol stand off stage shocked. We then see Mrs. Dittmeyer making her way through the audience in front of all the male students, forcing them to check out her ass. (laughs) She finally stops and accidentally (laughs) sits on one of their laps. I see what you did there. (laughs) Carol shows some sass as she begins to dance next to Mike backstage and hip bump him. Hip bump him. Hip bump him. Sorry. But Mike calms that shit down quick. <laughs> the Brady's getting a handful of applause as they're on stage. <laughs> the, the MC gets on stage confused and says, Thank you, Brady Bunch. He then goes on to say, Man, I can't believe that they're real in this world. <laughs> Because he's on, on, he oh, on the real oh, world. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> it's Eric Neese from the real world. Yeah. yeah. He's like, man, backstage they they stopped getting whatever and started getting real. I can't remember how the <laughs> I was going to write something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> stop being, um, yeah, being polite and started getting real. Yeah, stop being polite and started getting real. What's with the southern accent? i don't know that's funny that's the part that's the part (laughs) that confused me because the elvis thing doesn't happen until later so i don't know anyways um Hmm. marianne and ginger combined i don't think so (laughs) i don't think so um poor i don't know if you're watching but poor uncoordinated bobby holy crap he sucks at dancing (laughs) like he's really bad (laughs) but i love how into it chris barnes get like he's all closing his eyes and getting all into it and stuff. It's awesome. It's worth going back and watching just for that, just to see him do it. <laughs> so they had time to record one of Greg's songs and mm-hmm. come up with dance moves for it. No, because when they're in the mall, it just magically happened. This is the Brady's, man. Like when he oh. starts singing, music just magically comes out of nowhere. Oh, Okay. Well, I love how the music fades out along with their voices, but they're not singing anymore. (laughs) That's why they bow for so long, so you can't see their lips not moving. Uh Ah, gotcha. Hmm. Scene 11. Backstage, Mike and Carol are bursting with pride as their kids come off stage. They wait with Uh anticipation. As the MC says, Let's give the rest of our contestants a big hand as our judges tally up the scores before long. One of the judges walks up. I thought it was a judge, but it's a girl walks up on stage and gives the MC the results. The MC finally announces the winner of the search for the stars. $20,000 grand prize is the Brady bunch. The Brady bunch all cheer as they show the judging panel, which consists of Peter Tork, Mickey Dolans, and Davy Jones. Hmm. The Brady Bunch all rush on stage to receive their prize. <laughs> nice. That it, gag... is the monkeys. <laughs> that gag cost this movie so much money. Like, <laughs> yeah, you because know, you know they didn't do that shit for free. No. Well, they may have. Their career's kind of done, but... Anyways. <laughs> it's true. Scene 12. Back at the house, Mr. Ditmeyer's on the phone, angry, saying, They what? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I see. Oh, they did. Oh, they didn't. How could those losers win anything? Uh Uh-huh. But... Oh, I see. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. Look, Eric, you gotta stall them for me. What do you mean what's in it for you? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, he did. Oh, she didn't. Uh-huh. No shit. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> well, I mean, if I got time next week, I guess I can probably... Uh-huh. <laughs> no. So, don't don't wear the wig? Oh, okay. So, okay. All, right. All right. All right. Well, you have my permission to pierce anything you want. Just keep them from getting here. Mm. Got it? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. Can you pick up some milk on the way home? I don't know. Probably 2%. One, what is your... You know, your mom likes... What is it? Whole, uh, no, your mom likes... Whole, no, half and half. Because then we can use the half and half for the coffee in the morning. And then we can have whole, whole milk for syrup. Yeah. So if you could get those two things on your way home. Uh-huh. uh uh-huh. Another ice mask. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> we can just do this the rest of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And can you get some AAA batteries? No, the, the remote on the TV. I think it's going bad because, you know, you have to press the button several times and then smack it. Yeah. So if you could pick up some AAA batteries on the way home, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. No, they're right up in the front of the store. Like, you're going to pass it when you go to the Get the Milk anyways in the half and half. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's so dumb. (laughs) We then see Eric breaking into the Brady station wagon, Mm. which isn't really hard seeing as the windows are open. (laughs) But they just throw a brick through the window anyway, Jimmy. Yeah, right. Who does that? Like people do that. (sighs) Anyway, he cuts the wiring harness and runs off. Pierce anything? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Why was their car unlocked and the windows rolled down? (laughs) Who does it? It's summertime and Dude, yeah, yes. interesting and naive. And why is this their first time their car got broken into if they leave it open all the time? Who would break into like a 1970 something station wagon? A know. lot of people. Those tell for a lot now. Uh-huh.
1: Hmm.
2: I don't know, but it looks grim for our heroes. That's all it I got to say. Know. All right, so, Tack, this is where we take our next break. We're going to call oh, okay. this halftime. So it looks like the Bradys have won the search for the stars competition And they head out to pay the tax bill Mm. Only Mr. Dittmeier has heard about their good fortune And has now ordered his son Eric to disable the Brady station wagon Will they make it on time? Will Dittmeier own the Brady house? Will Eric get a Prince Albert? courtesy of dear old dad dun, dun, dun. <laughs> gross we'll be back
0: hey gen xers get the news and podcasts that matter to you on rediscover the 80s each week hosts jason and wyatt deliver two shows that will connect you with the past first Listen to the 80s Weekly Newscast with retro pop culture headlines from the world of movies.
2: They are actually trying to reboot The Naked Gun with Liam Neeson.
0: Streaming
2: Transformers Earth Spark. What did you think, man?
0: It looks interesting, but it looks like it's another spin off of uh, Risky Bots. Collectibles and more.
2: They made Tina Turner into a Barbie.
0: Then, listen to Memory Jogger, featuring memories from the 80s and early 90s. We're
2: going to spin the old randomizer tonight. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's spin it. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, a big one. Transformers and GoBots. Star Wars. Ooh, we might be here a while. (laughs) Robin Williams. what a tribute. Yeah, Robin Williams. Ooh. Oh, grandparents. Grandparents. Michael Michael J. Fox. Fox. PSA commercials. PSA commercials. Ooh, okay.
0: Listen to both shows now on Rediscover the 80s. Search now in popular listening apps or stream from your browser at Rediscoverthe80s.com. The 80s Weekly and Memory Jogger, two shows that will help you rediscover the 80s.
2: We are back. Ooh, Ooh, boy. That was a good break. Went and got a drink. Break. It was more like halftime. It was <sighs> halftime. You're right. Now we're on for the second half. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Cause that's how football works. You know, I was thinking about it, and you know, because yeah. you've been having some some unfortunate un- unfortunate luck lately. You know what I mean? And it's it's a yeah. little bit ridiculous, you know what I mean? Like I think you'll agree with that. Um, yeah almost too ridiculous almost like 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 somebody's behind it you know what i'm saying you catch what i'm saying you know what i'm saying okay you you know what i'm saying well i mean i do have a board with a lot of red yarn on it nuts i okay i I mean i know we're i know we have literally tens of of listeners but um i think it's i mean should i just say it like it's it's fucking valley you know what I mean? Because, <laughs> you know, because the prank day is coming up and pretty soon it'll be homecoming. And, you know, what I mean, it's fucking, I mean, they're going to, they're going to steal our mascot, man. Like we need to steal their dog. Is that what we need to do? Yeah. It's Valley, huh? It's Valley. It's fucking Valley, man. It sounds like Valley. I mean, it has Valley written all over it. It does. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And that's probably why, it like on the brick that was in my car, there was a sign on this that said "Valley Rules" and "Bayside Rules" or something. I didn't yeah, know what it meant that at sounds the time, like it, yeah. but I get it now. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Okay. So yeah, but yeah, this yeah, it's it's it was it was fun playing dress up for a little bit. I took it off because it's really hot. No, <laughs> i mean I like tech was having trouble focusing because i literally yeah, i was like, really hot like so i was like can you wink at me again and uh, <laughs> like and i thought it was really weird that you went above and beyond your costume that didn't right. come with it you actually like paint took a marker and did little dimples on your cheeks and i thought yeah. that was kind of well, a cute touch to, yeah that's a given yeah i think they complimented the mullet no yeah it was uh the out the costume was actually really nice. I was kind of impressed with that Halloween costumes.com. <laughs> yeah. It was weird that I started talking about like, like acting like I was hosting a show for extra or something. It like was kind of strange. Um. <laughs> celebrities. Do you find yourself wanting to go and like do a lot of Hallmark movies and stuff? And- no, but I hear in 20 years, the costume will look exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> Still, Still in the same shape. Still, you know, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 no but but I, i'm honestly i was i was impressed by it you know and i'm not just saying that but it was you know i mean the wig is a wig you know what i mean i'm not trying to be mean but i mean how nice oh no, my wig actually looks pretty good no yeah it's it's styled like slater but i mean i don't know anything about wigs i mean how nice can a wig be i, I don't know i have no idea but uh i'm really i'm actually really impressed by the jersey because i had bought a couple of years ago i wanted i don't know why but i wanted a, a jason voorhees Hockey jersey? <laughs> I don't know why. So okay. I went to um, um, Spirit Halloween at And what I did yeah. was I looked online for him, and Spirit Halloween's was the most expensive. And so I thought, hmm, okay, that's probably the nicest, right? And so I went there, and it was that, that jersey material with really, really thick lettering printed on but it wasn't that nice of a jersey you know what I mean like it's yeah. you know it was, it was a Halloween jersey kind of thing but this one like it looks like something even the tag on I didn't show you this part but um now that I have it off I can show you but like even the uh the tag on the inside uh, I says saved by the bell yeah it says saved by the bell the back of it, it says leader yeah and then like this is the patch I was talking about mm-hmm. like it's actual patch so yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty, it was, it's a pretty nice jersey. I'm impressed. So, um, hmm. yeah. So they're running a promo. Uh, I think it's 15% off, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, you can yeah. find it. And that, yeah, that link is in the show notes. Yeah. So Just click so on it and it save. It's worth it, I think. So it's pretty fun. Yeah. I got home today. I wasn't sure if it would, uh, I, I got it today and I wasn't sure, um, uh, when i was getting it and so as soon as i walked in the door my wife was like hey your costume came today i'm like oh that's perfect because we record today oh that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> nice yeah that's cool yeah i didn't i it was it's weird not telling you stuff i don't know if i like it so <laughs> <laughs> it's fine <laughs> yeah so yeah so yeah i thank halloweencostumes.com for you know being our sponsor and everything mm-hmm. so that's cool I had to check it out. I mean, last year I bought, um, oh, last year I bought a uh, Freddy Krueger um, sweater because <laughs> I wanted. Mm-hmm. What I wanted was I wanted a, a quote unquote ugly Christmas sweater, but mm-hmm. I thought it would be funny if it was a Freddy Krueger sweater. But I got a Freddy Krueger sweater that wasn't ripped up. It wasn't burnt. It was just <laughs> a pristine. Freddy Krueger sweater. And <laughs> right. The one I got is the same thing as this one. It's actually a really, really nice sweater. It's really thick and it's a legit sweater. So that's what I wear on Christmas day. when we go visit my in-laws and stuff, and I mm-hmm. just think it's funny cause they don't understand the joke. They don't get it. So <laughs> they just right. think it's a cool looking Christmas sweater. So <laughs> finally one of my wife's cousins or sorry, mama's cousins, um, <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> they were like, is that, that's a Freddy Krueger sweater. I'm like, yeah, they're like, oh my god, that's awesome! Like, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, nice, heck like, yeah. Hmm. So you're starting to um, dress up a little bit now. That's cool. I am. Um, this is just a like a regular shirt. Now, right now, I just oh. meant, like, these days, you know, not really, no. You were literally dressed as AC Slasher when we started oh, the I show. Oh, I thought you meant like dressed up like in nice clothes. I'm thinking, no. No, I no, like costume stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I thought that was fun. That way, um, because we go to MegaCon sometimes and the kids want to dress up all the time. So, I thought it'd be fun to wear it mm-hmm. there. <laughs> Especially if I leave yeah. my my beard. Because, you know, <laughs> Slater had a beard, right? Especially a gray one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's just Plus, it's just fun to have the jersey. It's just nice. You know? Yeah. No, it's cool. Yeah. So, so I feel like the, the elephant in the room, so to speak, yeah, is, uh, you know, is the fact that this is, we're coming up on a hiatus. This is the last show of the season. Yeah. Um, and one thing we promised the viewers last week mm-hmm. is that we would have a return date. Yeah. So do we want to break it to them so they can put it on their calendars and. Well, normally we put it at the end of the episode, but we can um, give it to him now if you want. That's no, okay. That's all right. We can wait. When we <laughs> left off. No. <laughs> um, yeah. So I know some of you may be thinking, what the fuck? Really? A hiatus? Really? Come on, guys. But I mean, me and Tech love doing the show. <laughs> we love it. Um hmm it is work though, <laughs> like not work, like in a job sense, but it does take a certain amount of effort for us to get it done. And that's fine. Cause we love doing it. But one thing we always say at the end of every show or not at the end of every show, but we always talk about you guys emailing in. And we talk about how uh, some of the best changes to the show came from negative emails, or it could be perceived as a negative email, constructive emails. And one yeah. of the things somebody said a long time ago, I think it was like season two, was towards the end of the season they could tell that me and tax energy levels start to wane and so that's because hmm. back then i think our seasons were a little bit longer and so that's one thing tech and i took to heart because if our energy is starting to wane as the season goes on that's not really fair to the listeners so we would rather have it as a in a season format uh, that way we can cut off the season have a hiatus and then come back when we're you know when we're missing the show and we want to come, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So when we're, when we're ready to take a hiatus, we're not ready to take a hiatus. It's not, it's not like that. It's, we yeah. know that if we keep doing it, we're totally willing to keep doing it, but we know if we do, our energy levels are going to start to drop. So, yeah. So we've kind of found the perfect, you know, Matt, the fir- perfect um, amount of episodes so that as soon as our, our energy levels begin to drop, that's the end of the season. So, yeah. It just gives us a good month to kind of recharge the old batteries and be ready to go and come back fresh and new. And, mm. and, uh, I think well, it plus- works well. Plus, a lot of times it, me and you talk about a lot of things, too. That's when we have a chance to sit there and just kind of relax and just talk, you know, because we talk daily anyways, even when we're not doing a show. But we we have these conversations where we'll be talking about something completely unrelated and something will pop up and be like, dude, you know what we should do with the show? And then some idea will come out of it. Sometimes it's silly. Sometimes it's serious. So um, yeah. and that all comes from us being able to just relax and think outside of the box. And, you know, you get what we're saying. You get it. Mm-hmm. But also, me and Tech are pretty active on social media. I mean, we're kind of old, so we're on Facebook most of the time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So you can talk to us on there if you miss us too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just be sitting around yep. just waiting to record again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you guys won't have to wait very long. Um, well, when, when When? do you want to come back, Tech? Break it to them. Uh, the show will be, will be returning on Friday, October sixth. Yes, Friday, October sixth. So mm-hmm. that's when you'll see it. But we'll be recording before that. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you have anything you want to tell us or ask us or have us change about next season? Now is the time to start sending those emails in. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what it is, even if it's out of left field, doesn't matter. Like we'll we'll consider it at least. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's weird yeah. that some of you asked me to do it naked and that's kind of strange because you can't even see me, but that's mm-hmm. odd and weird, but that's okay. Um, so yeah. yeah. So yeah, feel free to write in and ask questions. We're thinking about uh, adjusting this, you know, smoke and mirrors. Uh, we have a list that we go by um, of certain amount of shows that we know we can stream certain amount of shows that we know fans will like certain amount of shows that are out there that are popular and classic so I think next season we may take some out, put new ones in because there's shows that we didn't even get to this season because we truly use a randomizer and we truly don't have a say in, um, in what shows we pick. So, um, uh, so we may make some adjustments to those, but you know, yeah. 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 We're going to be working on that. So any show suggestions, let us know. Oh yeah. You're if there's a show really you like, I kind of wish. Put new list together. Yeah, if there's a show, you like, I kind of wish they do that. We can't guarantee we'll do the show, but we can definitely put it in the mix. And if the randomizer picks it, then yeah. that's awesome. That's right, Jimmy. If there's a really popular episode and enough people ask, yeah, we'll we'll make exceptions. So, mm-hmm. right. so now that we've rambled on about that, are <laughs> <laughs> you ready to uh, to finalize this cinema experience? Let's do it. Hell yeah, fucking Valley. All right. <laughs> when we left off, the Brady's have won the contest. Yay. They they won the game. They kicked their asses. Mm-hmm. They got more home runs and shit. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still thinking like AC Slater. Um the Brady's have won the contest and are trying to get back home to save their house. But Eric Dittmeyer has disabled the family station wagon. Son of a bitch. Yeah, exactly. The hell, Eric? (sighs) Scene 13. Back in the auditorium, the Bradys are receiving their prize as the MC says. Well, here it is. A check (laughs) made out to the Brady Bunch for $20,000. Wow. As soon as they get the check, Mike calls to them saying, come on, gang, let's go. The Brady's rush out of the school as Mike says, let's go, troops. Come on. Hurry up. But before they can get very far, Greg is stopped by a large group of girls all wanting his autograph. Mm-hmm. Greg responds with, hey there, groovy chicks. You're all happening in far out ways. Mm-hmm. But soon, Marcia runs up and drags Greg mm-hmm. away. Cock Yeah. Back of the station wagon, the entire family's getting in. But... Before Mike even tries to start it, he looks down and sees wires dangling from behind the dashboard. Mm. He thinks and says, how do you suppose that happened? Mm. Carol looks at Mike and says, oh, Mike, what are we going to do? But before they can do anything, they hear something called a car alarm go off. Huh. Mm-hmm. Greg looks and says, hey, Marsha, look, it's our friend Eddie. <laughs> you remember the guy who needed a car jack? <laughs> Marsha says, Come on, everybody. He can give us a lift. Everyone smiles and runs over to him. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even try to start the car. He didn't even try. No. He like, saw wires. I was like, Ah, shit. Yeah. He could have started and been like, Oh, crap. The radio don't work. You know, I don't know. Um <laughs> right. Man, poor Holly. Like, Peter doesn't even say bye. She's standing up there like, <laughs> Like this, and he's just, <laughs> he just turns around. And he's the first one out. Literally the first one out of the <laughs> Octobium. It's like, damn. Um, oh. I thought it was kind of fun- funny. Marshall was like, bitches, back off. I get him in the second movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, just, uh, Spoiler alert. Uh-huh. Scene 14. Oh, shit. At the car Eddie is trying to break into, Greg runs up with Brady's in tow and says, Hey, Eddie. Eddie says, oh, no, (laughs) and tries to get in the car. But Marcia says, can you give us a ride? Before Eddie can answer, two police officers walk up saying, good afternoon. Mm. Having trouble with your car alarm? Oh, damn. Marcia speaks first saying, it's not our car. It's our friend Eddie's. (laughs) The other cop takes off his glasses and says, oh, really? Oh, really? Where are the keys? Where are the keys, Eddie? Eddie. Eddie, who's a terrible liar, says, "I lost him." Marcia, who can't tell, says, <laughs> "Marcia, who can't tell, says, Oh, no!' But we were counting on you to give us a ride to our house." <laughs> the cop says, "I'll run the plate," and begins to walk back to a squad car. But before he can walk away, Bobby speaks up and says, "Excuse me, officer. Oh, shit. Am right." But I'd hate to ask a law enforcement official to bend the rules, especially for Penal Code 117, (laughs) Section 33B. That's what my wife calls my pecker. She calls it my Penal Penal Code code 117. But our house is at stake. And soon, all the Bradys, including Eddie, begin pleading their case at the same time. (laughs) Uh, I love how Eddie is somehow involved with this. It's just... (laughs) I get a feeling, like, I, I really wished... They would have brought Eddie back in the second movie. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been. You know been what funny. I mean? Like, because spoiler alert, they go to Hawaii, and uh, I think hmm. it would have been awesome if they, if like Eddie House sat for him, and he's just like stealing them blind, <laughs> or stealing them. He he's robbing from them blind as they he's <laughs> they pick a thief to house it. That would have been funny. Anyways, um, <laughs> how did um how did the cop turn off the car alarm? I know you've like reached in and touched something yeah. and then just stopped like I don't know hmm. it doesn't make sense um because even back then I think they needed remotes right and I think car alarms <laughs> always needed remotes yeah I think so yeah um yeah I don't know that's weird yeah but I, thought, I just thought it was pretty funny with the whole Eddie thing that was hilarious <laughs> it was I got Marsha's knife she's like what oh no <laughs> I'm but I'm glad you fixed your tire Okay. <laughs> Scene 15. Back to the Brady residence. Mr. Didmire is standing with Mr. Dewey. <laughs> Mr. Dewey. Uh-huh. Mr. Dewey. So on this episode, we've had Slater, Zach Attack, uh-huh. and Mr. Dewey. <laughs> so Mr. Didmire is standing with Mr. Dewey saying, two o'clock, auction time. It's exciting, no, isn't like, two it? Two o'clock, auction time. Oh, I thought that Eight was Mr. Didmire. I know, I'm sorry. He, he, well, this is Mr. Dewey saying, and I was no, trying to do Mr. impression. No, Mr. Dittmeyer standing with Mr. Dewey saying, "Oh, sorry. I'm, I was just trying to do a Dewey impression. I'm sorry. Got, yeah, let's see you're doing impression. Oh, we get, you got to you got to act act like you're calling roll and and call for Slater. Slater. I don't. Know. <laughs> did did I do it? Yo. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how people plays are like, what did we do? We just turn on the by the bell. Exactly. I was yeah. thinking, <laughs> nope, it's still, it's still us. It's still us. <laughs> All right. Mr. Dittmeyer is standing with Mr. Dewey saying, two o'clock auction time. It's exciting, isn't it, Alice? <laughs> Mr. Dewey stands on the front porch and says, by the power authorized me by the county of Los Angeles. See, they've confirmed that it's Los Angeles. See that shit? Yeah. We've always questioned it. Mm-hmm. I hereby offer this property. To the highest bidder, unless the owner redeems. When nobody says anything, Mr. Dewey says, okay, <laughs> I'll start the bidding at the sum total of back taxes, $20,000. dollars hmm Do I have any takers? Shockingly, somebody <laughs> says yes. I'm buying a house for 20 grand. Of course, yeah. Mr. Dittmeyer steps forward and says, say, I've got $20,000. Mm-hmm. But just then, a caravan of police, two of which are driving KZ 1000s, hell yeah, mm-hmm. ride right up with their megaphone blasting saying, Stop the auction. We have the money for the tax bill. I repeat, stop the auction. We have the money for the tax bill. Hmm. The money for the tax bill is present. We have it. <laughs> Auctions must stop. The auction. <laughs> the auction. Must stop. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> the house is still ours. Come on, kids. Soon the Brady's, with Eddie in tow, <laughs> walk up to the porch, still with a megaphone in hand, and says, hold everything. Good news, everybody. The Brady's are here to stay. Hmm. Mr. Dittmeier tries to make an escape, but is stopped by Uncle Phil before he can. <laughs> Uncle Phil says, you lied to us, Dittmeier. Oh, shit. The Brady's aren't selling. Mm. Mr. Dittmeier stands there trying to think of something as the neighbors all take turns giving him a piece of their mind. Mm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Michael McKean does such a good job of playing a complete piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. You know what I mean? Like, if you fall into the storyline too much, you're just like, God, he's such a piece of shit. But it's Michael. <laughs> it's a testament to Michael McKean. You know, it's it's yeah. Lenny. You know what I'm saying? Like from Lenny Squiggy. <laughs> um, it's Mr. Dewey. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. and also, Saved by the Bell takes place in L.A. Oh, shit. He's saying, right. so that means that this was summertime, like you were saying, because the windows were rolled down. Yeah. And Mr. Dewey, that's his uh-huh. summer job. And the gang is all working at the beach club. Yeah. So that means the Brady Bunch oh, and shit. Saved by the Bell are in the same universe. That's why you've never seen Flohan or any members of the Brady Bunch on an episode of Saved by the Bell. So, does that mean that the Saved by the Bell gang go to high school with the Brady Bunch gang? No, because they go to Bayside. Oh, they go to Bayside and then they Uh, go to Westdale. But good thing the Bradys don't go to Valley because then it'd be pieces of garbage. Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck Valley. Exactly. Scene 16. But before much harm can come to Mr. Ditmeyer, Mike gets on the megaphone and says, Now, hold on, people. Wait a minute. The man you should be angry with is me, because mm-hmm. our house is more important than money. This neighborhood is more important than money. Tell me how many times have we borrowed each other's power tools or patched up each other's kids? We know so much about each other. I know that every January, Mr. Yeagers is going to have that big Super Bowl party at his house. Can I wear my, <laughs> my New Jersey? New Jersey. <laughs> ah, New Jersey. Whole yeah. state. Ah, New Jersey. <laughs> We know every spring, Mrs. Simmons is going to have the prettiest daffodils on the block. Is that code <laughs> for something? <laughs> we know that at 1.15, every Saturday morning, Mrs. Topping likes to walk through her living room naked. <laughs> hmm. And we know Mr. Johnson right down the street. I'm just trying to think of another one, <laughs> but I can not think of anything. <laughs> kind of like I walked around the pool. Oh. Kind of like I walked around the pool at swim meets. Oh, Jesus. You you hadn't fit in one more time before we left, didn't you? Holding (sighs) my swim meet. Go RHS swim team. (laughs) Damn, you are devoted. It's been, what, 30 years? Dang. (laughs) Let it go, man. (sighs) Let it go. All the guys smile and agree, but Uncle Phil's wife smacks him and asks, him, <laughs> You know about that? Mike continues, Call me old-fashioned, but these things are important, and they're not for sale. Mm. Mike then puts his armor on his wife, that's third base. Oh, yeah. This is our neighborhood, and we're staying. <laughs> so fuck off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uncle Phil looks at his wife and says, now, this is going to sound crazy, but Brady's right. We're never going to find another neighborhood like this. Mm. Unless we move to Bel Air. That's true. I was thinking about some Bel Air you property. Know, I was thinking about running for judge. <laughs> <laughs> but then I heard something about it. my nephew might have to come over with us too. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Uncle Phil's wife says, And we'll never find neighbors like the Bradys. Mm. With wife and arm, this third base, Uncle mm-hmm. Phil hugs his wife and says, We're staying, too. Soon, all the neighbors agree to stay. The police officer, who's still there and getting emotional, says, Gosh, I wish I lived here. I mean, it's incredible. You people are all staying because one family is willing to stand for what they believe in. Uncle Phil speaks up and says, Well, that and a huge settlement we're going to get after we sue Dittmeyer's ass. (laughs) You're not going to sue the whole thing? Can't just sue his ass. Um <laughs> so like <laughs> if you really think about it, that joke is even funnier because Mike says we know that at 115 every Saturday morning. <laughs> so that means all these guys on the block are staying up till one fifteen in the morning <laughs> and leaving <laughs> their houses just to see this chick walk around naked. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't think they have auctions in front of houses like that. Like I don't think that's how that works. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how they do in movies. Yeah. But I love those motorcycles. Gilmore like that too. It was. Yeah. 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 (laughs)
1: Um,
2: I love those motorcycles. I've on two different occasions. I've almost bought one of those, uh, but it's got a different engine than mine. So that's, it's a side that. We don't need to get into that. Um, why do they, (laughs) why do they have AstroTurf in the front yard? I just noticed that. (laughs) I didn't notice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love how the, at the end of it, when Mike and Carol are sitting there and they're talking to the neighbors, <laughs> the yeah. camera keeps panning, you know, like keeps going back to the neighborhood, the, the neighbors. And then every time they go back, another kid runs up to join the groom <laughs> and they do them one at a time with the exception of Bobby and Cindy, Bobby and Cindy just appear in front, but hmm. all the older kids, all four of the older kids like run up one at a time. Like the camera moves away and it comes back and Marsha runs up. And then the camera moves away uh-huh. and comes back and Greg moves up <laughs> and then moves away uh-huh. and comes back and Jan walks. Away. It's just funny. I don't know. I thought it was funny. Was this supposed to be a joke? I didn't notice it. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but one thing I thought was interesting. Yeah. And this is, and the, the reason I think this is interesting is because it's the nineties. This is 1995. Right. Yeah. But I don't know if you noticed, but there's two neighbors that are gay. Yeah, it was like a gay couple yeah. those two men. Yeah. And it's not a joke. Yeah. Like it's not a any kind of joke. It's yeah. not a punchline. They're not using it like to somehow show that the neighborhood is a bad neighborhood or it's cringy to live there or you know what I mean? It's nothing like that. It's just they threw mm-hmm. it in there and without explaining it and then without reason. But I mean, in today's day and age, a lot of the younger viewers are like, yes. In 1995, it wasn't like that. So... You know, so I in that sense, I have to say, first of all, kudos for casting RuPaul and not making it a joke. You know, and two, kudos for having gay neighbors and not feeling like you have to explain it or justify it. Yeah, especially in 1995. Yeah. Mm. But that was a beautiful speech that Mike gave. Oh, I thought you meant me. I was like, oh, thanks. (laughs) No, (laughs) like not (laughs) Not you. you. (laughs) That was. I would love for Mike (laughs) to, to, to give a speech like that for me one day. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, see some team Carol turns and says, Oh Mike, I always knew you could hit a grand slam and now we can stay in our house. After all, Hmm. Mike gives Carol a look and says, Hey, do you know who'd love to hear about this? Mm-hmm. And before you know it, everyone is shouting, Grandma! Mm-hmm. It's funny because none of them are sweaty or anything. Like, none of them they even seem tired. They seem really energetic. Yeah. Well, you know they walk there and their car's fucked up. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, Eddie gave him a ride. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Grandma turns Eddie around. He was invited over to Grandma's. <laughs> I mean, they could have taken Mike's car, but they're not going to fit in Mike's car. <laughs> no, but mm-hmm. they did in the very first pilot episode. That's true. You're all right. nine people f- yeah. fit inside his callous hands and the dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grandma turns around and it's none other than Flohen herself. Yay. She smiles big and says, hey, greeting all her mm-hmm. grandkids. And soon everyone is talking all at once. Flohen, who's wearing a pink blazer and a very short skirt. Says, mm-hmm. hi, everybody. But when everyone keeps talking over each other, she shuts that shit down quick and says, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. She then walks towards Jan and says, look how pretty you have gotten. Mm-hmm. But just as Jan thinks she's finally getting recognition she deserves, Flohan bypasses Jan and goes to Marsha saying, <laughs> oh, those clothes. Oh, what taste and that smile. Oh, Marsha, you are such A beauty. (laughs) Jan's inner voices then start speaking to her saying, everyone loves Marsha. No one loves you. Mm -hmm. The demon voice then says,
0: watch my head spin. Kill, kill, kill.
2: (laughs) They should have played like heavy metal music. That would have been fun. I don't see what, like, not to be mean, I don't see what they got out of having her in it. Like, it's a, I guess it's a funny Mm -hmm. gag or whatever, but like they present it as a way bigger deal than it is. Like, okay, it's Flo she was on a Western commercial. They we even talked about that. Like it's, <laughs> it's not like it's that hard to get her, you know. Um <laughs> it would have been I think it would have been better to have Marsha in that role instead of Flohan. As grandma? Yeah. <laughs> She's not old enough to be well, grandma. Well, because right, but I mean, she is now, but <laughs> But think about the joke. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, Marcia, just like, you know, how like that. Pretty you are, that yeah. would have been so much funnier having Maureen McCormick do it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, she's like in her sixties now, so she yeah. would have been in her mid to late forties at the time. So, I mean, they could have aged her, you know. So, I don't know. Yeah. Scene eighteen. Finally, Jan, who's hearing the voices, can't take it anymore and screams <laughs> out, "No, stop it! I can't take it anymore." <laughs> but Jan's demon voice takes over again, saying,
0: "Shut up, you loser."
2: But Flohan gets angry look in her face and raises her voice saying, Jan, cut the crap. Did you hear it? Like she even had a demon voice on her too. When yeah. she said crap, because it sounded like all dropped pitch. It was like crap. <laughs> and then, and then guitars start playing. She's like, and all this guitar. So I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> her eyes turn red and fire shoots up her back. Sorry. I'll stop. Jan smiles and says, they're gone. Thank you, Grandma. Mm-hmm. The camera then looks at Cindy, and we hear her inner voice starting, saying, Cindy, oh, Cindy, why does Jan get all the attention? Another voice says, yeah, it's always Jan, Jan, Jan. We're then treated to the Closing Credits theme song, complete with cameos from all the different characters. Aww. Um, personally, I personally i think flohen should have slapped jan across the face oh yeah definitely that would have been so much funnier um yeah. i love how flohen walks in in the credits <laughs> and offers the wesson I, I i spotted that not knowing it was in the the you know facts it, yeah. it, I, I just thought it was funny just, as soon as she picks up the wesson i'm like uh-huh. and then i, I go <laughs> on to explain what she doesn't um and i thought it was funny that noreen um tried to grab Marsha's boob and then he, then she ends up kissing her just <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that was funny. So yeah. And what, what makes it even funnier when watch the credits is when you realize that all those were filmed in front of the same screen, which means those actors had the all those reactions, like Bobby mm-hmm. dressed as a police officer and doing all the stuff he was doing. All that had to be done for like <laughs> Two minutes straight so that they would have enough to edit with. <laughs> so, right, one right. at a time, they had to stand in front <laughs> of this blue screen and yeah, act stupid. And so. look around. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Marsha also jumps into Jan's block and tries to take it over, even though she's still <laughs> in the <laughs> one above her, too. <laughs> that's fine. It's kind of funny. And that's the end of the episode. It's the end of the season. Yeah, it is the end of the season. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But I do have a couple things to read. Oh shit! Yeah. So the first one I have to read is a review, Aww. and I do apologize to the person who sent this or submitted this review because it was back in January and I didn't even see it. Oh shit! So I do apologize. So this one comes to us from CJ Love eighty eight. Oh shit! And um, well, Jimmy, it's not a five star review. <laughs> uh oh. It is a three-star review, though. Okay. So, right. with well, the subject reading could be better. Huh. Right. Could be better. Could be better. But it does say, these guys are funny. Okay. These guys are motivated. Okay. My issue is that they do too many sexual innuendos. With a follow-up of just kidding. We all know you're kidding. <laughs> because we've seen the episodes <laughs> it gets redundant <laughs> so when we say you know and then Marsha pulls Greg's dick out and starts sucking it or whatever it's like and then we go just kidding like people are like really like I really thought that happened <laughs> <laughs> that's true so apparently this person CJ love whatever doesn't like when we say just kidding yeah that's fair that's fair I, I, th- I bet he had a boner when he when he wrote that well, I'm just kidding <laughs> just kidding because <laughs> he really didn't because <laughs> no that's a good that's a good that's a good um note yeah I, I i i catch us doing that sometimes and we'll even put into the script like just kidding or no he didn't say that and i've thought about that a yeah. couple times too like why why are we, why are we clarifying this like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I can understand that note i get it yeah, yeah. So we do appreciate you doing that. I'm sorry I didn't uh, read that sooner. I didn't even see it until just last week. Yeah, he probably so. thought he's. Man, they said they read all of them and they don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mine we was do. a three star. They didn't read it, but no, I just I didn't see it. So. All right, and we do have an email here from our good buddy down under. He's gonna kick our ass, man! You can't be talking like that. Well, I said what I said. And I'm gonna stick to it. Okay, I don't care. But Glenn, Glenn, you heard me, man. I I, I don't I didn't find it funny. <laughs> I'm gonna say I won't read this whole email with the Australian accent. <laughs> it's him talking, I'm quoting. That's true, that's true. But I won't. I won't. So it says here, uh, hi. hi boys. Hi. My name is Glenn and I reside in South Australia. Australia. I'm a new Patreon producer and have taken on a third job in order to ensure that both of you guys have enough cash to party like it's nineteen ninety nine. Hell yeah. I don't drink though, so I party with unsweet tea and monster sugar free energy drink nowadays. So this time last year my voice clips would be played at the tail end of many many a program at one point I was touted to be your Southern hemisphere correspondent as my weekly homework. Edict. E D I C T. As my weekly homework. Edict was beyond reproach. There was even talk of a complimentary t-shirt possibly in my size yet in scenes, Reminiscent to the dreams of Bobby Brady, I was banished from production solely by virtue of attracting more groupies than your turncoats. And, of course, the weekly threats of violence towards you both. I have just finished part two of the 1995 Brady movie review, and I've been enjoying the bonus After Hours After Dark exclusive Patreon minicast. Very cool now you guys are off on another break a hiatus hmm. reruns are my only solace from here I miss you guys even though you turfed my turfed my candy ass quicker than Oliver <laughs> more accurately <laughs> well that took me a second holy shit <laughs> more accurately I miss hearing my name on my favorite podcast ever fucking fix this you shameless studs <laughs> with love glenn ps the 1995 brady film was extremely well casted yeah i thought so too <sighs> so well glenn we haven't forgotten about you that's for sure mm-hmm. <clears throat> in fact i even think in one of the after hour show we even talk about you i think not even knowing that you'd even hear it Ow. so so there <sighs> um I don't, if you've sent some audio or something that we haven't played, it's probably because we didn't see it or something like that. Like, I don't know. I do remember talking about getting him a shirt. I remember that. Did we say that? Yeah. Then let's hold up our end of the bargain. And I agree. Get a hold of us, uh, Glenn Glenn, Shoot us your ad, your address and we'll uh, hold up our end of the bargain exactly, for Exactly, yeah, because I definitely I want to think remember you're right. <clears throat> yeah, because, you know, we got to hook up our... uh our Southern Hemisphere correspondent. I mean, but I mean, no lie, like, <laughs> I mean, and I'm not. Yeah, I'm gonna say Glenn's responsible for this. Yeah, like in our numbers, like we every week I get like a breakdown of what countries were showing up in uh, charts and all this kind of stuff, and routinely Australia pops up. So oh yeah, they're like uh, second or third as yeah. like most there, downloads in Yeah, there's country. times where we're doing better in Australia than we are in the United States, uh, except for the mm. time that we were um, number one in, what was it? Um, I don't know. Um, oh, Canada? Zimbabwe, I think. Yeah. Zimbabwe. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like legit. Like we do better in Australia. Sometimes than we do in the United States. So yeah, and we 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 credit that to Glenn. We can do that because it wasn't honestly until he started getting a hold of the show that we started popping up in the in the charts on there. So mm. yeah, yeah. So just saying. So yeah, we'll hold up our end of the bargain. So yeah. Yeah. So shoot us your address, Glenn, and we'll uh get that sent right over there. Hell yeah. Also, your shirt Down size there. too. We don't want to send you like. The small oh sorry, down there. Damn. <laughs> send, him, send him a child's version. <laughs> like funny guys. Funny. Send me a fucking small. <laughs> yeah, but I bet you look muscular. That's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Glenn. Glenn, well, we appreciate you and also um was it J Love or not J Love, CJ Love eighty eight. We appreciate the uh the review. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll take that into consideration. Yeah. And we'll try not to fuck you in the ass. Just kidding. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, you know what we did here and we had a good time. And remember, we do love these shows. It's all about the good times and the laughs. We would also like to personally... Thank our producers on Patreon, like Glenn Glenn, because without you guys, this couldn't be possible. And of course, we always give a shout out to Jenny and Jim, because they're the two that got that ball rolling, um, that, you know, started off, um, you know, we start, like I always say, we started a Patreon because that's what you're quote unquote supposed to do. And uh, they were the first two to to sign up, and that's awesome. And I look forward to next year going up and and visiting and kind of seeing you guys. So, yes. Yes, indeed. We appreciate you guys and all of our producers from Patreon. Thank you so much. But it is time to hand out homework assignments. Now, I know this is the last day of school. and mm-hmm. You guys are going to be chasing the muff around. Sorry, that's yeah. <laughs> from days to confuse. <laughs> um, you're going to get a little lazy over the summer break. and But you still got some homework to do. First one is check out the website at AveryBerryPodcast.com. Do a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, CastBox, or Audible. Hmm. Tell two friends about the show, and if you don't have two friends, uh, at the next family reunion, tell uh, one of your aunts or your uncles mm. or cousins, and uh, but not that one creepy cousin exactly, that nobody yeah. really talks to that sits yeah, over yeah. there and like, don't tell uh, The one where when you're wearing a, like a Slater costume, they're kind of looking at you kind of creepy, like, hey, you know, like that? Or the one wearing the Slater costume? Well, that's me. Just, oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't really... Really? Yeah, to do that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Send an email to the show and tell us how you like or dislike the show. Just like we are today at a very at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Join the Facebook group and join in on the conversation and all the fun over the hiatus. We're Mm -hmm. going to be on there so you can say hi. And that's a very pretty Facebook group. If you would like to be a producer, if you're like, man, I want to be like Glenn Glenn and hear that podcast and stuff, check out the Patreon at www.patreon.com slash a very pretty podcast. Indeed, you can check out the new After hour Show yeah. where Jimmy and I just sit back and relax. I mean, we just talk about whatever, Maybe mm-hmm. talk about maybe we talk about the episode we just recorded, and that's what we're about to do once we're done here. We're gonna go we kind of deep dive, and the after and be a little bit more show. personal on that than we do on this. Yeah, we tell mm-hmm. a little more stories. Yeah, yeah. We mm-hmm. talk about personal life. Yeah. We talk about the show. Whatever. Yeah. You know, it's very laid back and chill. Yeah, very it is. Yeah. chill. Mm-hmm. Um, also check out our Instagram at a very Brady podcast. Follow us on Facebook and get real time updates like if the show's gonna be late or if we decide like, hey, let's come back from hiatus early or whatever. So mm. go check out the retro network at the Check out our shop with our affiliate link at com slash shop. Check out our tea Public store for merch. link is in the description of this and every episode. Also, we are now on the Clapper app, even though we haven't done a whole lot, but check us out at <laughs> A Very Brady Podcast. Well, this is the last episode of season seven, but we will be taking a short hiatus, but we will be back with a brand new season with brand new fun and brand mm. new friends mm. and a brand new episode on Friday, mm. October 6th. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I can't wait. And we are going to come back with a day by day, Brady bunch episode. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. I'm excited about it. I'm excited. All right. So So this has been another fun season. This This has been been a fun season. I mean, it's been a fun season recording, but it's been a, a a crazy season for you and me. So, Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So let us look back and think about all the times we had this season. All the good times. All the bad times. Yeah. All the memories and new friends we made. Yeah, old friends. Diabetes. Diabetes. Trees through kitchens. Bricks through windows. Frickin' valley man yeah that was a good season remember, good remember season. that one time when when Julia said that one thing and we just laughed we just laughed yeah. 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 remember that yeah yeah, yeah, I yeah I do remember when uh, remember when Pepe said that thing I do you know, we were just oh, like Pepe, yeah yeah Remember, remember when uh, Emmy Kate posted a thing in the Facebook? Group? I do. I yeah, because it, it was not the other thing, but I know which one. No, you're, no the God, other thing. No. I know which one no, you're talking about. Yeah, no. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, remember? when? Remember when Glenn Glenn told us that he he's a Patreon? No, I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it Just happened. That's yeah. Weird. Yeah. Remember? Remember, remember when uh, uh, Jim Larison? said that thing? I, I do, yeah. Yeah.
1: And everything I would like to
2: be <laughs> I was gonna start if you were gonna keep talking I was just gonna keep getting louder <laughs> while you're trying to talk. <laughs> Alright. That was a good <sighs> season. It's a good season. So, good season. so yeah. unless you have anything else nope no. Nope. in that case all season long except for tonight I've been Jimmy because tonight I've been A.C. Slater <laughs> and all season long I was Tack. except for tonight you are Tech Morse oh yeah and this has been a Very Brady Podcast and we will see you on another sunshine day Keith Smoltin